0: To welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend Scotty Ray, along with my co host Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the six o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable, but it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some Southern charm in a glass of iced tea and enjoy. And welcome to another episode of Secrets from the South. This week, we're going to talk about signs. No, I'm not talking about street signs or exit signs. I'm talking about the signs that you bump into every day from people. We get signs from your spouse, you get signs from coworkers, and even your boss of something's going to happen. And there are times it's right in your face and you don't see the sign. Be careful where you sit your sweet tea and don't get it mixed up with that mint julep. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, Here's Your Sign. You know, Terry, before long, it's going to be Christmas once again. This year has just flown, has it not?
1: It really has, especially since we've finally been able to get out and do some things.
0: Right. The only thing I'm looking forward to is getting those little Christmas little Debbie cakes again those christmas trees yeah is what i know I'm you after. love
1: those things
0: well, and you know and the reason it made me think of that i was in the grocery store the other day uh picking up my mom some stuff and i had somebody tap me on the shoulder and say hey you remember me and you have that fear of where you turn around and, oh gosh what if i don't recognize them what if i don't know it, them?
1: exactly I, I had the same thing happen today did
0: you recognize them
1: well the thing was i was walking in the building and i had somebody holler at me super nice lady and her face is extremely familiar And she said, hey, it's me, it's Linda. And, of course, I'm just too ashamed to admit that I can't place where – I know I know them, but I can't place where I know them. So you just carry on with them as if you do, because you know deep down you do know them. You're just trying to figure, okay, was it somewhere that – I don't know, that I shopped? Was it somewhere that – I don't know, but I never could place where I knew them, but I knew – That I did. Right. So who did you run into? Well,
0: you know, once you said that, and this only happens here. I bet you other places have this thing. The guy in town that is known as Jumper Cable Jim, you know who I'm talking about? It's a guy that walks around in parking lots. And he'll come up to you at the car and go, Hey, I need a, a jump boost. I went to I went to high school with you. How you been? And he tries to ask you questions where you'll answer them to where he can get money out of you. And they uh, call him jumper cable jumper. So he,
1: he's just a scam artist. That's
0: all he is, but he's real bad about that. Okay. But it was a girl that I had went to high school with. A beautiful girl. I hadn't seen her forever.
1: She held together okay there. Oh, she did? Yeah,
0: she held up. But you know, you know the type that from high school that was this, that, and the other. And then you grow up and they're not exactly what they thought they were going to be.
1: Well, you have those folks that we all think, oh, my gosh. He most likely is, to succeed. Yeah, he is it on a stick. And in high school days, he actually was. He was the best looking. He was the always the star athlete. Yeah. He was the one that all the girls liked. And the same thing, you always have a girl that falls in that same category. She was most beautiful, most outgoing. All the guys wanted to date her. And then what you find out is you fast forward 15, 20, 25, 30 years, and then some of those folks end up being, they're still the good-looking guy. Obviously, we're a little bit older, and we may not be as muscular and as toned as we used to be, but they've held up, like you said, your words, they've held up pretty darn good, and they've been pretty successful. Whatever you deem success being whether that is i own my own store i had a great job you know i, I worked at the same place for 25 years i've you know i'm soon retiring or, or maybe in their case they've already retired or you know they've they've been with the same person in a successful marriage i mean success means different things to it, different people. different levels but then you do have those people that you would have thought that they would have been it on a stick not only in high school but in college or trade school or in the military or wherever they, you know, went beyond high school that they would have been what we would have deemed successful. Right. And,
0: and as a conversation going on the cover, on the surface, it looked like her life was probably that, that person you look at and you go, gosh, I'd like to be them really got it together. Yeah. And the more I talked to her, bless her heart. She had just as many problems as anybody in that store. And, and I felt sorry for her, her husband had spent, Oh, my gosh, Terry, you know how those weddings, how expensive they can be? Oh, yeah. Her daughter got married, and they did a blowout, and I'd really be scared to say how uh, much that Well, I would cost. tell you that
1: in, uh, just in our little town in Mississippi, uh, it can cost anywhere, and this may be very, you know, minimal when you're talking about bigger cities, but you can still spend anywhere from thirty dollars to $40,000.
0: quick. Quick personally, I would rather somebody give me that money, and let me put it on a house. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Something. And
1: some people go that route, but some of them won't the whole fairy you know, tale wedding exactly.
0: But you know, she had done but that. But fairy for tale her weddings don't
1: end up being fairy tale, Not in always. some cases, and, and well, in a lot of
0: cases. And this ended up being that way. Uh, they had moved off, I want to say it was somewhere up in Pennsylvania, maybe it was Pittsburgh that her daughter had moved to. And uh, husband goes up, uh, supposed to be the perfect old miss graduate. They get there and he takes the job. And within, I think a month and a half, he gets fired because oh he's not doing anything. He turns out he's really lazy, don't want to work. This is her son in law. And then here's her daughter. Then her daughter catches him fooling around with the chick down the street. And oh so my gosh. she spent all this money in her, her future or her actual son in laws had an affair on the daughter. And now they got to take the daughter back and pay for everything to move her back. He sold her car everything that she had the husband took because he wasn't working and sold it and so they're broke and now they got to take the daughter back i mean what do you do
1: well i don't know but how do you keep from wanting to kill him
0: you would want to and
1: i mean not literally kill him but But really put some harm to him because you know that's a family member and you know that the daughter is hurting not only that but financially they pretty much broke her and i'm sure it's bleeding into mom and dad having to fork out to get daughter home and and to pay for the things that he turned around and sold it's just I, and i replace you know, those things yeah
0: but you know y- your heart goes out to somebody that's been in that and you go okay why didn't i see this number one would the daughter have ever listened you know how hard-headed some folks be when, when you you try you're in to pull love out the truth yeah
1: it's hard to convince them especially if you start to see the warning signs. And a lot of times I think as parents, we start to see things that your kids are going to date who they're going to date. When they're young, you think there's a good chance that, well, they're just learning about dating. They're learning about differences in personalities. They're never at that age that they would ever think that that's going to be Mr. Wright, But at some point, as your kids get older, you start to worry about it more because they are at an age where they start to think differently and think, is this the one? You don't necessarily think that in high school. Yeah, but at some point, when you're dating somebody for a long period of time or you're older and they start dating, you start to wonder, do they see themselves with that person long-term and how does mom and dad react when they are not so convinced that the person that they're dating is an ideal life partner for them
0: yeah and one of the warning signs i think that a parent can see and most commonly is if you're sitting somewhere and somebody's toting something out of a car say it's groceries and the person stands there and watches you totem and doesn't offer or try to help pick up the groceries and bring them inside that's pretty much a loser it's the warning sign of your life ain't gonna be great oh my gosh you know Uh, what i mean by that yeah
1: absolutely and as a parent i mean that would just you know that would chap you to know that you need to get off your rump guy and do something and i know that there's there are loser women out there that really want a guy and they just the the minute that they say i do then all of a sudden well, they don't want that job anymore or they don't, you know, they just kind of want to be yeah. taken care of. And, and it goes both ways. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying where you kind of need to know what are those warning signs that tells you that somebody might be a loser. And it's kind of neat that don't you think you'd want to know those warning signs before you get well, further down the road? With I think them?
0: we ought to bring some of this to attention so we throw out the warning signs to everybody.
1: Well, Here's an article that was written in Daily Mail, and this was just published in June of this year. And it says, are you dating a loser? An elegance coach reveals the seven warning signs that show you're with a low quality guy from having limited interest to expecting you to split the bill. So this is only from the perspective of, are you dating a loser from a female perspective but when you could flip this around and have this where there are i'm sure equally seven signs that says that the guy's dating a loser female if he expects to go 50 50 in the relationship and she explains and says that a lot of women are being desperate and wasting time on the wrong type of man but added that she has a video that can help reflect their own self-worth if you're dating a loser. If he expects you to go 50-50 in the relationship with him or if he wants to split the bill with you. Society is not equal for men and women, first of all. We are not 100% equal and we can never become equal simply because biologically we are not built equally. Men have a certain advantage biologically than women, whereas women... We are the caretakers and the ones who carry the child. We may never have the equal opportunity to have the same career or earn the same amount of money.
0: So this is saying if a guy doesn't want to pay for the whole bill, he's wanting to split it with her, you better go. Yes. She put it more eloquently than, than I would have.
1: Yeah, and this she goes on to say, women spend more on clothes, sanitary, and beauty products than men. So if he wants to go 50-50 in the relationship, that shows he doesn't want to step into the masculine role, plus he is not a provider and might not even be generous.
0: You made that comment, and I looked down at what I was wearing, and I glanced over what you were wearing. I thought, boy, did that hit home.
1: Well, I know, but I mean, yeah, but that's different because our work environments are totally different. And so I totally get that. But I think what the deal is, but also— You work your tail off, Scotty, to be the provider for the family, and I know you do. So I know that Angie has what she does, but you're not just sitting around on your laurels and expecting her to tote the whole load no but i'd like that and uh that's n- that's never worked out for me <laughs> well i think you're gonna have to wait a while before you can kick back and and but i mean still you've been married for a long time If yeah. you're ready for it to kick back and that's something that you guys agree on that's a different story right but immediately in the relationship i think that's what she's saying is that's warning sign number one
0: yeah if you go to a meal and he i mean a guy let's just say in the south a guy's supposed to pay for the meal
1: and Totally get if you're in a relationship, like I know my daughter is dating who I think is an absolute winner. If you've been dating for a long period of time and you're in college and you don't have a whole lot of money, maybe sometimes you do want to go somewhere and it's like, I don't really And and the girl may step up and say, look, I got it this time. But that's not something that he expects. You You see what I'm saying? There is a difference where I don't think there's anything wrong with her paying the bill. Every once in a while. But if it got to be where initially in your relationship, he automatically wants you to pay the bill and you're not, you know, it's a 50-50 thing, according to her, that might be a warning sign. Uh,
0: if first date. now I'm telling you, first date, somebody's not wanting you, better go.
1: Absolutely. Especially if he's the one that asks you out. Yeah. Okay. Number two says, if he makes you feel weird or clingy for wanting commitment... Okay, let's have her clarify. She said commitment can be agreeing to an official relationship, getting married, or deciding to have children. Now, definitely, this is not a conversation that you have on date one. Because if I were the guy and I had a girl wanting to let's solidify this relationship on day one, (laughs) I'd be running and I wouldn't blame them. But at some point, and you hear people talking about that they've been dating for seven years and you can't have that conversation. They're never going to solidify that relationship. They're going to drag it out. They're going to have what they're having right now for as long as they can have it.
0: It's called getting the cap. Well, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's go on with number Three, and that is if he is flaky, ghost you, vanishes, or is unreliable.
0: Now, what does ghost you mean? That,
1: that means that he just drops off the radar screen.
0: Oh, and you don't see him. You don't see him. Well, now, if you're dating somebody that's in the mob, that's going to happen. I just want you all <laughs> to know that.
1: And well, that's already – that may be a warning sign number uh, four. If he's in the mob, <laughs> you need to fly. But you understand what they're saying is – Right. You know, like where – they they come around and they're around for a couple of days and then you don't see them for three or four weeks and then they come around again and then you can't ever get them on the phone and then you know maybe he texts you and then you text back and then you don't hear back from them for a couple there there's a reason that they're vanishing and that typically is i'm not really that into you or i'm playing the field or whatever but right i I think the bottom line is he's not as into you as you are into him and Agreed. a lot of people, they try to – have you ever seen people you'll talk to, Scotty, and they'll try to make excuses for them? Yes. Well, I mean, and they really know if they'll just cut through it, they know who they're dealing with. They just can't admit it themselves. That's
0: like the, the, the type of person who's getting beat, but they still protect them.
1: Exactly. Okay, so number four, if he lacks depth, no interest except football, drinking and video games i wonder how many guys and i hate to say this because i don't want to stereotype uh the guys we know we've got some wonderful guys that are out there but how many guys fall in that trap i mean you hear people that are married to people and and the guy would get home he barely speaks to the wife he doesn't say anything to the kids and honestly it's an addiction he wants to be on the video game and he does it all night
0: yeah, And that's a generation below me that, that does that. But there's a exactly. lot of them that do that.
1: Is that somebody that you really want to have a relationship with? Because the relationship they've got is, is with, with the, the game. video game. It's not with you. And you're fooling yourself if you think that every once in a while when they come up for air that what you've got is a solid relationship. No, there's nothing to it. There's no substance. And the best
0: advice we can give you on that is... A person is what they are. You you, can, if you, They're not going to change is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah,
1: and, and this is something that she actually quotes. She says, I think life is too short to spend life with the wrong person. Make sure to find someone you have things in common with. This should be somebody, if they're going to be a person that you're going to date, if this might be somebody that you see your future with, this needs to be somebody that you want to spend a lot of time with.
0: i am always been told that ugly women cook better than pretty women. That's just
1: <laughs> what I've heard. Yeah, but you got to want to spend time with the ugly women, too, (laughs) Scotty. Okay, number five. If he lacks any form of basic gentleman's skill, this hits on exactly what you talked about earlier, about carrying the groceries in. Opening the door. Exactly. So she says, this is very universal, and we don't even have to pay attention to cultures. I think holding out the door for a woman rather than throwing it in her face is basic manners all men know about. Or, for example, you're walking next to a man and it's a little bit chilly. You're wearing a short-sleeved top and he doesn't offer his jacket to you. That's like, you know, like when you're walking on the street, a busy street. What do they always say? The guy needs to be the one closest to the curb. Exactly. So it's just little things like that. And do you find that, and I hate to say that because I still see it in generations and it makes you proud when you see it. In, but in older generations, that was a given.
0: Absolutely. I
1: mean, it was a given. You definitely didn't bring home your boyfriend back in those days if he didn't do those things. Those were fundamental.
0: All right, what's our next step here?
1: Number six, if he starts manipulating you. She explains, she says how men might start labeling women as gold digger or the B word or materialistic when they decide to start setting boundaries in the relationship to reclaim aspects that seem unfair i think it's a warning sign if a man starts acting aggressively when you start setting fair boundaries i think you need to be a little bit cautious when you're dealing with someone like that potentially this could be a man that you should be stepping away from there are men who are just narcissistic selfish defensive or lackability to do any form of change within themselves. I don't know if that person is worth building a future with. That could be a situation where you have to choose yourself and your needs first. There are men who are willing to meet you halfway and fine with certain boundaries in a relationship. So you see that. I mean, after Uh you have started dating someone, I mean, it's not like they're trying to be controlling, but let's just kind of understand what those boundaries are and if a guy doesn't want to do that she's saying "Mm, you might want to be leery of that and then here's number seven and this is the last one if he's still a party boy oh yeah so she's saying she advises against being committed in a relationship with a man who wants to go out clubbing every night with his friends
0: he ain't ready to settle down no
1: and she says if he has such a strong need to be mr party boy i don't really know what's what you're doing with him. And that kind of makes sense is what are you looking for in a relationship? If it's not the same thing that he has in terms of going out and partying all hours of the night, every night, that's probably not going to be your person.
0: You know, there's sometimes you just want to be home that you don't want to go out every... Well, I think
1: every once in a while, a girl loves to go out and she likes to go to a restaurant, maybe go to a bar, maybe go to a movie, maybe have a couple of drinks, maybe do whatever. That probably is not something that... Most of them won't sustain if that's something that they that he chooses to do every night. You know, and there's got to be give and take too. Where you do something that he wants to do one night, and then maybe the next time you meet and go on a date, it's something that she chooses. You know, yeah, that's, that's a to me. That's another sign that's not even on here. Is if everything you do, and we see this a lot, everything that you do. Is what he wants to do. And girls end up trying to make concessions. And especially if you find that they are girls that are older, maybe in life, or they kind of see that they're ready to settle down and maybe he's not. But you think that that's the person and everything you do is what he wants to do. You're going to be doing that for the rest of your life.
0: Well, yeah, and it will not change. You're
1: not going to change them.
0: There's a sign on here that I think everybody knows is just not spoken. And I, can't th- I think this really wraps it up. And it's on either side. This stands for a man or a woman. And it ends up being how you treat the mama. If the person you're dating treats their mama really bad, you don't want any part of them.
1: When you start seriously dating somebody, it's important the impression and the relationship that you build with Their family. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a good relationship with your family, that's a telltale sign that he's probably never going to have that relationship with your family when they get married. If that's where that relationship heads. And the old saying, Scotty, and we've also said that too, is a telltale sign. And I firmly believe this is if they treat animals like crap, that's how they're going to treat you.
0: As we were getting ready to record this week's episode, I had my phone laying on the counter here in the studio. I think it had Pandora, and it was just going through songs. Do y'all remember back in the 70s a song called Signs by the Five Man Electric Band? Signs, signs, everywhere you go there's signs. I thought, huh, maybe this is a sign. Well, I listened to it, and you know what? It absolutely makes no sense at all to me. I mean, I've listened to people like Poison sing that song, Something to Believe In. And then my all-time favorite, Waylon. Can't you see what that woman been doing to me? But really, I sat down and tried to decipher what that song meant. And the best that I can make up with the song Signs, it was a bunch of hippies. That's it. There was no sign there. But in everyday life, be ready. There's usually a sign that's telling you to do something or not to do something. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of another episode. And it's time to dim the lights and close the microphones for the day. Until another download, I'm Scotty Ray. And speaking for Terry, greet this week with a smile and a handshake. And by all means, give a southern smile to those you may meet.